Hey everybody, welcome to the Monday, March 11th episode of the Chad Prather Show here at Studio 22. We're hanging out and having a good time, and we're going to bring you all the hot topics from the weekend and news that happened over the uh, last couple of days, and I think you're going to be uh, in a situation for the for, for the rest of the remainder of the Chad Prather Show from now until Jesus comes back. We're going to have fun on Mondays talking about the crazy stuff that's going on in the world today. Some of it's fun, some of it's tragic, some of it's... Uh, you just don't believe it's just too much to be true. I have sitting in the studio with me, of course, we got Puppet Master Mark directing over there. What's we up, got, everybody? We got, look at Candace. She's over there. Hi. She's over there. Hi. Look at her. Oh, she's in the puppet seat over there. And uh, we still got to come up with a nickname for her. She, she, big things are going to happen with her around. Trust me. We got Metro Jason in the hot seat sitting over here. Look at him. Look at him. Smooth. <laughs> still, still not sure if I'm uh, okay with that that title. Metro Jason. Episode. I'm not sure, honestly, that I'm okay with that. I think <laughs> we can do far better with your nickname. We'll take it in the meantime. Apparently, people know me as that now. I, I know. Like, See, that's the thing. Yeah. When Chad Prather speaks, it's etched in it's, stone. It's, it's like the Ten Commandments on the tablet. <clears throat> you just don't – you can't really autocorrect. It's going uh, down in history. Yeah. So that's uh, – we, we might have to make a mid-course adjustment. I think that what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to do something mo- so monumentally crazy that by default your nickname is going to have to change. Sounds like a challenge, and I'm willing I, to – <laughs> I'm stepping up to the plate. You're down for it. I missed you this weekend. We were, uh, we were in – I had a show in Missouri, in Springfield, Missouri. It's a great show, great crowd. Vince Moreno was with me. Uh, he opened the show. Tremendous crowd over there, and it was exciting. And we had an adventure getting there because there were fifty and sixty mile an hour winds in Springfield. Ooh. And I was having to come. I came via Montana, Ooh. North Dakota, Denver. Flight was delayed. Party foul Steve was sitting over there in the peanut gallery. <laughs> he was sitting on the tarmac for hours. I never made it. Trying to, to get there, he had all my merch and everything to bring. They loaded us on the plane, took us off the plane, loaded us back on the plane, back off the plane. It was fiasco. Yeah, so it was an on and on, on again, off again relationship. Yes, playing there. literally, it, on it, and off, literally again. But I missed you, buddy. And but I'm, I got to give props to Party Foul because even from that distance, even from that distance, he he advanced the show, took care of every detail. He was on the phone all day long. And the in the GM uh, Jeff Steele uh, there at the at the Gilloy's Theater in in uh, Missouri, Springfield, Missouri. He was like, dude, that guy earns his keep, man. He was on the phone all day long. He was worried about Only it. Only cost me 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> for him to say that. I know. <laughs> but, no, they were, they, you did a good job, so I appreciate that. We have, um, and I love this especially for the Monday segments, but we got Hot News Natalie, Yay. our favorite former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I'm okay with that title. At least for now. At least for right. now. Right, at least for now. Yeah, so for Natalie, sure. Natalie, you are the Robin to my Howard, okay? No. And those of you who know, just know. But your episode, that when you were in the hot seat from last week, we were talking about your career as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. It is now at like 118,000 views on Facebook. What? and I know, look at That's you. That's great. Look at you. I think we won I'm over honored. the... We won over the male demographic with that <laughs> one episode. We did it. Yeah. I think women appreciate it too, yeah. you know? No. Well, it was funny because we talked about, like, body issues and things. And, of course, we made some fun, too. Bougie Sean went there uh, talking about <laughs> uh, big girls line dancing. He did. And uh, we're missing Bougie Sean today. Um, Bougie, of course, is the only black man we know with white privilege. But uh, he'll be back in studio <laughs> with us later. But he's not with us today. Um, he's got a real job taking care of the Humor Me show on Blaze TV, which, of course, is my show. Which you need to get by subscribing to BlazeTV.com. But anyway, I, we had several people who hit that point in the episode and said, that's it. You're fat shaming. We're out. We were like, well, you know, if you're fat, you should be ashamed. So- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we kid. We kid. Yes. We love every inch of you. Add more. The uh- Listen, I'm not getting in the uniform myself anymore. I mean, I don't. They take that uniform away from you for a reason, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, Come on, uh, please. I, I, bet, I would I not fit can... in it. No, it would. There would be some muffin top, probably. So um, I. They listen. should have a, like a B team. I like muffin. <laughs> yes, alternate. Yeah. yeah. What did you say, Jason? I was just. I, I'm saying we can. We can. I'm sure you can borrow one. We could try to see. <laughs> If it fit, want, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they've. I'm, I'm sure you have she can ideas. Work you have, you're, an, you're a thinker. I'm an idea man. I like that. You did see Joseph 
Oh wait, <laughs> you didn't see Joseph? Yeah, Joseph. her husband who's six four and yeah, what two fifty? Ready oh, I'm to just, crush? I'm just talking about ideas, man. I know that's all look, it is. Hey, look, hey, if Joseph's idea. Joseph, I had to ask his permission. I was like, hey, can your wife be a co-host? You know, because she can <laughs> hang out with us. And he was like, yeah, get her out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I know y'all act like you're in love. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. Y'all are still have the charade going. It's funny. No, but we got into body issues, and we talked about healthy body issues, and yes. it, it was an honest conversation about. Well, we things. talked about the fact that not everybody is, a, you know, 115 pounds, and most, you know, when I cheered, I cheered at 140 pounds, right? And that was a healthy weight for me. As a matter of fact, the year before when I tried out and I was cut, I was 131 pounds, and when I came back the next year and I made it. I remember Kelly saying, you look better this year. So it is not about being, it has nothing to do with the scale. Yeah. It was just about being fit and healthy. Yeah, being so. athletic, being able to do what you got to do. And mm-hmm. you told me, we were out in Vegas, you told me that you could still do all the dances. Like, you can still do them, can't you? Did I say that? I think you said that. The kicks. Yeah. It's all about the I kicks. I can still kick. Clear these chairs out of here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can, I can still kick. I, I, I can. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get right into it because there's, there's a lot that happened over the weekend um, and, and a lot going on besides just, you know, our fantastic shows on the road and all that and Steve not being able to, you know, get into the airport. I think you have performance issues, Steve. I didn't miss out on the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Steve proceeded to drink. My mother, by the way, and I'll just fill everybody in, embarrass my mother. I'm going to get my mother in the hot seat. We're going to get her out here to Dallas, get her over there. She doesn't want to do it, and she'll refuse to do it, but I don't care if we got to tie her up and bring her in. <laughs> Let's see mom her up here. Chair. Come on. Come on, Gloria. No, my mother, she's like, I enjoyed the episode with Natalie. I just don't like it when you boys get all into you know, party time with the boys. And I'm like, Mom, when do we ever, when do we ever get into party, party time? time? On the show, it's a uh, it's it's a boys club. After that, <laughs> too too much too much talking about body issues and, I mean, and man body the, butter. This isn't a man show. <laughs> Good lord, we have fun. We have fun. Unless are there women dancing? My mother's nervous though, because she. I was telling you guys earlier. I think my mother gets nervous. Like she sees us starting to have a good time and laughing and pushing the envelope, and she's like, "Well, they have the potential to go there," and it scares me. So I love you, mom. I love you, mom. We're gonna get you into party time one day. We'll fix you a margarita. As she would say in Georgia, Margarita. I like it. Yeah, ours. We're going to do that. We're going to make some uh, Maga Margarita hats. Margarita hats. Margarita hats. This is Margaritaville. This that's which, there you go. Which okay, is I the like Caribbean it. way of saying this is Maga country. Hey, they heard it here first, right here. Maga can't steal Margaritaville. There you go. We're going to get red Maga, and you know what? Any place like you'd never get attacked or harassed wearing a Margaritaville because any, anybody that drinks margaritas, they're too laid back to attack you or harass yeah, they you. They just chill. Yeah, <laughs> around the pool, <laughs> on the beach. Exactly. What's up? By I'm the wall, hanging out. Look <laughs> <laughs> at Metro. Hey, with the lines. I got some here and by there. By the wall. I tell you, I'm an idea man. Yeah, I like to have cocktails by the wall in my margarita hat. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mondays. Natalie, hot news, Natalie. Yes. Me, what is what is the what is the what is the top? What do you think the top story from the weekend? There, you know what? There was a lot of breaking news, Bunch and I think this will be a fun place because I think people are so sick of the news. Yeah. In general, this will be a fun way for people to get updated without having to listen to the you know to the news. What a fun escape! And then they can sound somewhat educated when they're at the bar, and they can find <laughs> out not only news, trivial things, and they don't have to just hear nonstop Trump news. No. Because if you get on the news, that's all you ever hear about anymore. Twenty four seven. Trump. Trump. I won't start with Trump. How about that? Okay, but I do we'll have get a Trump to Trump. Story. What do you got? What happened um, this weekend? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay my child support. <laughs> how close that is. I know. I can't pay my child support. She won't let I me get, work. I gotta work. You see, he's got them all from the kids, right? So he's like, I'm not paying paying child support. I've never been to the bank before. <laughs> He did say that. He, <laughs> he said for the first that. time. I mean, can you imagine? It was so uncomfortable. Can you imagine being in Gail King's shoes? And I mean, she's eating it up, right? She's just being like, she's got her eyes closed. Like, That's Robin Roberts. Oh, no, that was Robin Roberts was Jesse Smollett. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm not, I'm sorry. yeah. R. Kelly was Gail King. Yeah, that's right. was so Oprah with him. You're right. Like, she she just put Oprah on steroids, just made him cry and jump around. And and then they got (laughs) him. He's sitting there. He's like, (laughs) and they're patting him off with the makeup and powder and stuff, drying him back up. I'm just mad. (laughs) I went to Bank of America. I had to see where my money was. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Such a rough life. stealing from me. I mean, it was great. But anyway, they're going to put him under the jail. Well, there's this new video. 
yeah. sex tape that is surfaced, apparently, allegedly, um, from this guy who is now being, you know, backed by Gloria Allred, mm-hmm. um, that he found this in his library and uh, happened to look at it, and it's, it is R. Kelly engaging in sexual activity with underage girls. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. You know, we've referred to this before because you take back, you go back to the Brett Kavanaugh hearing. You know, if somebody has this pattern, the pattern is there. It tends to keep resurfacing. Mm-hmm. If a person has a, a lifestyle or a habit or whatever, it just keeps coming up. Brett Kavanaugh, you know, everybody's trying to accuse him as being some, you know, mass rapist and taking advantage of women. and dr- it, it was just not there. Mm-hmm. But with the Michael Jackson thing, it just keeps resurfacing. With the Bill Cosby right. thing, it just kept resurfacing. Mm-hmm. With R. Kelly, we've talked about this for 15 years now, and it just keeps resurfacing. So you start to see those patterns that are there, and it's not looking good for old Robert. Well, I, when he, I mean, the, the guy's mistake was recording half of his yeah. – his uh, his his pursuits there. Yeah. Uh, that's called hard evidence. And don't, and, <laughs> and don't keep your sex tapes in the library. Right. <laughs> Find a better place. Yeah. Well. I'm, yeah. Party well, foul. I mean, wi- words of wisdom from party foul. <laughs> like party foul's got it all mapped out. Okay. Well, it's in my will. If I die, there's going to be a safe here. Make sure you burn the yeah. Chad, burn Chad's after reading. Burn. Just burn the whole house down. <laughs> don't even look back. Which brings us to our sponsor, Liberty Safe. <laughs> Wait, they're fireproof. <laughs> hint, hint, Liberty Safe. Um, no, I, I, um, I don't know, man. You just don't, you just don't keep. There's some things you just don't want to keep for posterity. Yeah, you know, he's and, a sick man. I mean, I'm, I'm w- yeah. with what he was doing already, and then just feeling like he had to record it all and yeah. keep it for later viewing. I guess yeah. or. I mean, these jokes, they go back to jokes that Dave Chappelle was making on his yeah. show back, you know, many moons ago. So, I mean, it's, it, it's there. It's, I mean, you can look. You're there. I mean, I, I, you're there. I mean, Jared from yeah. Subway. It, it's there. You're, you're doing this stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, our friend Kaya Jones, who was a pussycat doll, you know, they were, they were, they were found by R. Kelly. And, and he was their producer. I did not know that. Yeah, so Kaya, you know, Kaya says over and over again, she's like, because, you know, they had Nicole Scherzinger, they had uh, Carmen Electra and, and the other girls, and Kaya's a good friend of ours, and she says, he never did anything towards me, she said, but I could actually sing. And so that was kind of his M.O., I think, is he was finding these girls who maybe didn't have as much talent and promising them things if they were willing to. He preyed on yeah. on that a little bit. Because, I mean, they found Kaya when she was a young teenager, you yeah. know, and I think he preyed on the talentless. Find someone with, with a little... Low self-esteem. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the rest is history. I mean, it's a Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. It is. It's like, okay. But so. their parents went along with it, too. I mean, if, if you watch those R. Kelly document, the documentary, yeah. uh, you're surprised. I mean, just like the, the Michael Jackson documentary, you, you, you're so surprised by the parents who let the, <laughs> their child stay with him yeah. at the age of anywhere from 14, 15, I think is what it was, yeah. to 19. Yeah, my kid's not staying at Neverland. No. You know what I'm saying? If it's Michael Jackson, I, my kid's not going to spend the night with Michael Jackson. Or with any Or any other grown man. Yeah, that, yeah. that isn't like a friend's parents or something, you know, with the friends and family there. Yeah. So, I'm uh, sure they all thought they were friends. That's, the, that's right there, though. That's mm-hmm. the power of money. The idea yeah. of money and greed and stuff like that, you're willing to, you know, sell your kid for but and, and see how long they, they're getting away with it? I mean, that that's one thing I've always said about Hollywood, though, is that there's this bubble that they're stuck in and everybody kind of gives them a free pass. Yeah. Who does, I mean, like you said, who does it? Who, who lets their child just stay with an adult who might or might not be uh, accused of, you know, you ever, you ever take it like in the backyard, just picked up a big rock or a log or something, rolled it over and all the bugs just go everywhere. I, yeah. I kind of feel like if you've really shown the spotlight in places like Hollywood, Oh God, yeah. it, 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 it's if, if you, if people really knew, like you'd never buy another song, you'd never watch another movie. You just, I mean, it's just disgusting. And it Power is, money. It is out there. But anyway, what else, Natalie? Mm, What's going yeah. on in the world? Well, I, since I mistakenly said Robin Roberts, let's do talk about Jesse. Poor Jesse. Man, Mr. Smollett. Poor Jesse. Sixteen. Sixteen felony counts. Yeah, accounts, felony accounts indicted. Ugh. Grand jury gets together. And for those of you who don't know what a grand jury does, I know we hear these terms that are tossed around. Grand jury is this. 
there's a group of people who come in, you know, for a day every month, and they look at all these cases, and they're like, okay, let's see if something here is actionable, and we need to issue an indictment to, to go forward with the prosecution. So they obviously sat down and looked at enough evidence to, to say there's 16 things that needs to be charged here, right. all felonies. I mean, this is – that's this dude. I mean, if he really wanted to get his ass kicked, all he had to do was just wear an actual MAGA hat <laughs> in Chicago – yeah. And walk down the street. <laughs> or amongst his Hollywood friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He should have gone out there to the set of Empire and worn a MAGA hat mm-hmm. on thing and been like, you know, I'm instead of saying I'm the gay Tupac, he should have said, I'm the gay Kanye. They'd have beat his black ass all up and down Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it would have. But anyway, it's, it's, it's crazy. I Part of me does feel sorry for the guy in the sense that several reasons. One, you're that starved for attention. I mean, you're, you're potentially, as many would see it, on top of the world, and you're that starved for attention that you have to stage an attack at that level to get, you know, to get attention, to keep a job, make more money, something like that. And then, you know, you had the lady, whatever she was, is it a, Mark, was it a man, woman? I don't know. It was a transvestite. It was something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't remember if it was, I think, I don't know if it was a woman trying to be a man or a man trying to be a woman, but they burned their house down with their five pet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I say they like they're, they're schizophrenic or something, but it's, <laughs> The burn to get attention and then claim that it was a hate crime. Burn oh, that's house that's five dogs in there. That's the left right now. They they get a little cray cray. <laughs> that what do, what do you call the Trump derangement? True syndrome. colors shining through. <laughs> it's true. He's still claiming his innocence. I, I am know. completely innocent, even though there's a check to those two dudes yeah. for over three thousand dollars, claiming it was for a fitness. A training uh, regimen. Training regimen yeah. that he would, he, he, you know, so he's still claiming that. I think at some point it's going to switch to he obviously is suffering from a very serious mental well, issue. And he came out and said that he has an untreated drug problem. So there was that. And then, of course, the mental thing will come out. And I started to tweet uh, the, a few days ago. I started to tweet um, a joke on Twitter and say, I wonder how. Has anybody heard how Jesse's workout program's going? Is he making any progress in training and stuff like that? And and then all of a sudden, like literally within a few minutes, the statement came out about him getting 16 felony indictments. And yeah. I was like, ah, it's too late. I missed they threw the book window. at him. That's well, a lot. The Chicago Police Department was pissed. Yeah. I oh, mean, they, oh, yeah. they were pissed. They got enough stuff to deal yes. with to have – to have some, they do not know, need this black eye. No, some B-list That's celebrity sure. to pop out like that, trying to get attention and yes. using using them and their man hours and their you know stuff. And yeah, they were ticked, so they're throwing a book at him. I hope they make an example out of him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous just to think about an innocent person could he could he would have convicted a innocent person. Yeah. And made them guilty. Yeah, yeah. They'd have pulled out two white guys walking yeah. down the street and said, yeah, "He'd have said, yeah." And, then, and that's a part. And it's, it's that particular part that makes me think I have no sympathy for this guy. He yeah. would have put two innocent people in jail and ruined their lives. Well, in that regard, mm-hmm. it does balance me out as well because I I look at it and I go, "Well, uh, he could have gotten somebody killed." I mean, you yeah. know, it, it could have it could have started race war, hate crime, all these things, mm-hmm. and and it sets it sets things back. A, a big, big deal. So, hey, we'll see what happens. I'm just thankful that they didn't brush it under the rug and say, oh, well, let's go on to the next news cycle. Because that was potentially happening with some of these other things. The R. Kelly thing. It almost mm-hmm. got engulfed by the R. Kelly thing, which is how media works. You know, we're on to the next. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, who was Jesse the week? Smollett? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. So what else is going on? Did, so, did y'all hear about the woman in Arizona who decided to get a closer shot of the Jaguar? Oh, yeah. Heard about this morning. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So she, you know, what they've warned every time, do not cross the barrier. But she wanted (laughs) to get a better selfie. You know, you got to, you know, that portrait view, you got to be close. So she tried to get up close to the Jaguar, and the Jaguar gave her the selfie. She, I wonder if she actually has the selfie in mid-attack because this Jaguar got her. It will go viral. Wow. He got her. Yeah, the the Jaguar got her. What are you? Yay. Silent Herbert, you know what it's like to be attacked by an 18-wheeler? Were you trying to get a selfie? Was that what's going on? That's what happened, isn't it? God, you're a beautiful deer. I'm you sorry know, the rest of you is missing. People uh, will do anything for the gram, man. Anything for that Instagram photo. Maybe so, go viral. Do we not have enough stories over the years of people who have climbed yes. over the fence and with the gorillas and, and things yes. like that? And, you know, the kid got drugged. And, and what, what, was that, what was the gorilla's Coco? name? Coco. 
No, Harambe. No. Harambe. 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 Harambe lost his life. He lost just his life. Falling into 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 gorilla pits. Yeah. And then because of the kid. Harambe gets that's killed. Cincinnati. Was that where that was? Cincinnati Zoo, something like that. Man, Harambe. Oh, Harambe. I, I'm like, you know, I saw this on the news the other day, and I'm like, the memories of the Jungle Book came back. I was like, that's not Bagheera. <laughs> that is not the animated jaguar you're no used to riding around sung. on Mowgli. Yeah. <laughs> Just look for those bare necessities. That jaguar will rip out your testes. Which, <laughs> which version did you watch? I watched the one where the lady died from a jaguar attack. <laughs> so she didn't die, but it, it ate her. It got her arm pretty good. So it goes to show you, though, that walls work. Though you not supposed <laughs> to cross that wall. There's a reason. You gonna get there? Attacked. It is, folks. There it is. Another wall joke. There's just not enough wall jokes in the world. But and, we're this, and this is coming from the Hernandez. From, from Hernandez. Hernandez. That's right. We, we love our, our we love our man from Mexi- Mexican slash Guatemalan descent. Let, uh, let's talk about the wall. Let's talk about the because that wall. also oh, okay. Back yeah. to Trump. Um, you know, with this uh, declaring national emergency, yeah. emergency, um, which made a little over eight billion available. He need he's asking for another eight. Point six billion, yeah. something like that, and uh, of course it's going to go, and they're going to say the Democrats are going to say no, no, and uh, then he's going to say veto, yeah, because he considers this, you know, a necessity. I would love to know, Metro, your stance on the wall. Which I say <laughs> that now, I feel like I do know. Well, I mean, I've been hit and miss. It, 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 it's funny because I, I would love money to go elsewhere but i i am not opposed to a wall mm-hmm. uh i mean if we're going to spend our money on something i'm okay with it uh protecting our borders protecting our country so you're saying you have enough of your family here you don't need any more to get in you're oh, good oh yeah <laughs> you don't need any more at the house how many hernandezes do you know <laughs> we're all here most of yeah. us are here yeah there's more here than there are there that's yeah. for sure so yeah. I, i'm 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 okay with it. At this stage in the game, Hernandez is really just a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant name. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. We, so. <laughs> we we're we're outrunning y'all now. So um, I I yeah I'm with you. I think you know we had an episode. Uh, what was it last week with our buddy Jason Piccolo, who's a former ICE supervisor, and he makes a fair assessment. He says, and people got mad watching Jason because you know everybody watching this is an expert, but you know the, the ICE supervisor knows nothing. And he said, look, two thousand miles of wall. First of all, is a, is a physical impossibility because of the terrain and things. He goes, so you can't do that in in that way. He said, but there has to be more. There's yeah. got to be more than just a physical barrier. Although I think a physical barrier is important. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, he recommended things like having a port of entry court and and different things that you got to have. It can't just be the wall. Mm. Um, and if you don't believe a wall works, I mean, we've you know we can over and over again i come on to texas we'll go down to mcallen texas we'll yeah we'll do a little on the on the scene shot there and hang out Seventy thousand, like they were right at them rounding up just a bit but there were seventy thousand border crossings last month that's problematic that's that is an emergency yeah that's an emergency so you know well that, um, my question is now that you know this is kind of this has been the passion this has kind of been the staple of who trump is um when Trump is not in office anymore, is this going to just kind of like Obamacare? The first thing you get rid of, you know, when well, a Republican I, comes into is Obamacare. Yeah. The first thing when the Democrat, because it's cyclical, right? Eventually, a Democrat's going to be in office. Is he going to tear that wall down? They and, won't tear the wall down, but I, but I think once the wall's there, the wall's there. But I think if the wall doesn't get built, and I think that's what the concern is. So many Americans look at this thing and they say we need to get it built now because if we don't. It, it, it will never get built, right? Because let's face it, at some point in time, especially the direction that America is going socially and politically and culturally, we're going to have a very left president eventually, mm-hmm. unless America oh, really sure. rises up and says, "No, we we got to get back to our roots in the Constitution, protecting that." We're going to have, like I think, if if Alexandria uh, Ocasio Cortez were running for president, if she could, I think if she was running for president mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, I think we would actually have a problem. And I can't believe I'm saying that, Mark Tate, puppet master, make your magic happen. Incredible. It, it's it's true. I, I just I don't I think we'd have a problem. I think people would vote for this trick. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah. No, I I, I agree. I, it, 
I think that pendulum just is going to keep swinging further and further. I mean, Trump, when he first started running, I mean, that that pendulum was getting that pretty, was pretty, far, pretty far out right, there. Yeah. And so my people say that I'm wrong, but I mean, it's I think I think someone like a AOC would totally win. Could very I, possibly. I mean, if, I mean you're going to go way, way right. Why not go way mm-hmm. left? Yeah. And I know there are people who are, who are listening or watching this, and they're thinking, no, no possible way. But no, that's how crazy it's gotten. Yeah. That L.A. bubble you're talking about, when you have all those votes, New York bubble, all these major cities that are willing – like, if it's blue, they're voting for it. They're yeah. going to vote for it. it just, and they're you know. moving into the red right now. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at Texas, uh, we almost got Beto. We did. I mean, Fort Worth, for the first time in its history, voted blue. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's an interesting thing. But I, I'll tell you – yeah – did you see her tweet? Was it last night? She tweeted about the Girl Scouts and how being a scout really helped her. And, you know, taught her how to change brake fluid, and they recreated the Challenger mission. And AOC, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> how many people in this room? We got we got six people sitting in this room, grown adults. Have you ever changed the Blake brake fluid on your vehicle? No, I, yes. negative. Why? No. Why? The only one I've ever changed was my blinker fluid. <laughs> <laughs> So I would love. She I would, recreated I would love the Challenger. Challenge. Yeah, how, do you, it how did that end? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I mean, way to escape the surly grasp of Earth and touch the face of God with your Girl Scout uh, troop. Yeah. I mean, what? What? She hurts my head. It's bad, dude. And my soul. So yeah, I, I mean, she's mm, interesting. I I would love. I challenge AOC right now. To change brake fluid. I, I want to see her do it. <laughs> the girl's a I few want. fries short of a Happy Meal there, Chad. <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's it's crazy. Um, anyway, and did you see where, did you see over the weekend where, uh, let's, I, I think this is one of the topics that we need to talk about is okay. South by Southwest. Yes. Yeah. I did. I, I actually, when I was a reporter for the ABC affiliate in Austin, I covered South by Southwest uh, many times. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen it this political there were uh democratic you know dems saying that they're running for president there yeah because Mm -hmm. they have this captured audience there's four hundred thousand people there i don't know i could be making that number up somewhere around there it's a lot it's a lot and they they have um they have their eyes and their ears and they are there already starting their campaign yeah well i know that's what made me think of that is aoc was there and posted a picture with bill nye the science oh, yeah. guy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and of course, they're talking about climate change and how, you know, they got it. She's doing something about it and all that. And I tweeted the picture. I said, so a fake scientist and a fake economist walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's like, he's got patents with NASA and aerospace. Oh. And oh, he's an engineer. That is the only degree Bill Nye has is a mechanical engineer. And yes, he's created some things and had patents, but he quit that job 25 years ago to be a comedian. Um, fact that has nothing to do with climate change has nothing to do with being a scientist or anything else i mean they created a character so that's that again is the world we live in but yeah i I do i do think it's interesting seeing i'm not surprised that these liberal hopeful presidential hopefuls are in at south by southwest progressive socialists progressive socialists are at south by southwest doing their political jargon i turned on the news this weekend CNN has a, they have a, they have a spot out there at South by Southwest yeah. to interview everybody. But once again, that's Austin. Yeah, that's the bluest dot in Texas. Yeah, uh, the bluest dot and in you, Texas. And, and South by Southwest is, is a music me. slash uh, film mm-hmm. festival, which is dominated by liberal progressives yeah so it was a i'm safe space it's it's it, yeah exactly it is their safe space and, and and i'm not surprised because having lived and worked in that world uh 98.9 of yeah. everyone in there is a liberal progressive yeah they're liberal they're, that's true i mean I, we've i've told you before we've had we've got theaters around the country that we try to go do shows in and they won't have us because in the theater world in the arts world it's left, and they know we're not. They're so. not as tolerant? <laughs> They're not as tolerant. They don't want to coexist as much? I think that it's safe to say at this stage in the game that the left can never again call themselves tolerant. Oh, no. Hmm. The whole coexist thing 
was a joke. It's been a joke from the That's beginning. BS. Well, they're they're great at marketing. Yeah, and and that's what it, someone has always said. They've they've liberals are great at uh, uh, taking over words and using words to their advantage. And we all grew up thinking, you know, six and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. Mm-hmm. But every, I mean, we have to use the right pronouns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and or they're going to get butt hurt about everything. They probably get offended that I use the word butt hurt. Yeah, it, but. When it comes um, to words, they, they they take advantage of that and they they twist um, mm-hmm. they twist our thoughts uh, to their narrative. Yeah, maybe uh, climate change will take them out first. <laughs> Twelve years, apparently. Yeah. Well, the snowflakes <laughs> tend to melt first yeah. when it gets warm, <laughs> so that does happen. But okay, we just got back from CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, largest gathering of conservative people in annually. You know, right there in uh, National Harbor, Maryland. That's a political conference. This is a music. This is, I mean, this is a music festival, South by mm-hmm. Southwest. So they're going to come in there. Now, to prove the fact, we should have sent Party Foul Steve down there to the concerts uh, wearing a MAGA hat. Well, Party he, Foul on the Prowl? We Probably could have done so. Party Foul on do the it. Prowl wearing a Margaritaville uh, hat. I'm willing to bet 50% of those people there at that thing don't vote. Or not registered voters. Probably they're probably like Bougie Shaw and they don't vote. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Hey, we got one more weekend of it. Sean, go. we should send Sean and say. Now, what would they do if Sean went walking through wearing a margarita hat? Well, remember he can't wear hats. He can't wear I mean, hats. That, we, we could prop one up on we top can of that. Make afro, him a though. really big one. Like, yeah. Can we make? Can they we make? Be, you would watch the total confliction of of ideas happen. Like, well, he's a black man. Can we beat him? I don't know. You well, know? They, they do. Haven't you seen the videos? <laughs> not not Sean, but yeah. with black guys that wear wear the MAGA hats. Yeah, they do. But those are it's, like the nerdy ones. That like the nerdy the, the nerdy skinny black guys that they're like uh, and they talk and they talk like this. They're they're high high. Not the I'm two bro- from, uh, There's two brothers that are like yeah. bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah, the Hodge like, twins. Yeah, yeah that's Hodge it. twins. Send the Hodge like, twins in to see what happens. Uh, we got to get the Hodge twins on the show. I I but like Sean's like bougie. He like you know he's cool man. He's laid he back. Bougie. Yeah, they wouldn't know what to do with him. I, I, you'd have to get him one of those like old golf visor hats <laughs> where it's got the opening up top. Let the let the fro. But it would flow. prove the point because you know you couldn't walk with a MAGA hat. First of all, I've never had a MAGA hat. I don't want a MAGA hat I, until now. Like now that everybody's getting harassed with one, I'm like. I'm gonna get a MAGA hat and wear it in public. You see, of a M or F or Wood, because I, because I'm like, like, come on with this. You're, You're not gonna snatch stirring. my hat off at the Taco Rosa, at the, at the cantina, and just spill my margarita or throw anything on me. I'm gonna jack your ass up. Steve, this, this, gonna we gonna get MAGA country real quick. You start touching me. I need some backup just, security. Yeah. Security for Chad. Make, sure, make sure we got the cameras rolling though. I know, man. We were. Listen, we'll go viral. Mm mm. I yeah. You know who I else ain't rolling was over and taking it. I'll go to jail for assault. What? <laughs> you know who else was at South by Southwest? Who? This is gonna shock y'all. Beto. Oh, oh no kidding. Mm. Yes. Bob Franco. Now he did not say I'm running for president, but people were kind of razzing him for that. They're like, Oh, you're the most transparent politician there is, but you're still holding out on us. Are you going to announce? Do you think he's gonna run? Transparent. <laughs> Douche is cl- a clear liquid, right? I hope he does. <laughs> he needs a bigger platform. I don't think all these nut jobs should run. Well, because they're be going to start talking crap about each other. Oh, there'll be 45 of them running yeah. out there. <laughs> Andrew Heaton had the best idea for Beto O'Rourke last week on, on the news and why it matters with Sarah Gonzalez. He said, uh, he said um, what Beto should do is come out and say, I'm going to throw my full support behind Joe Biden and, and then try to run as his vice president. Mm. And then he gets elected in eight years. You know, that's that's. Put some because well, Biden, Biden is currently on top. Uh, if if Joe if Biden and I hate to say this is the only respectable person, oh, and he's not a respectable person, but he's the yeah. only one that's running. That I mean, because the rest of them are Fruit Loops. And, but I mean, if Joe's you're a right loop. about about Michelle Obama, if you're mm. right, Michelle Obama runs Beto for president. She's her. the next president of the United States in 2020. And I hate to say that, but it's true. And we're starting to see. Uh, what was it? Cosmopolitan came out with an article over the weekend that said that she has she has achieved rock star status. Mm. Um, well, you know what? Uh, the rock song dude looks like a lady comes to mind. <laughs> Easy now. Easy. You're going to offend people. Yeah. Well, if Iron Mike can there run. There comes some hate. Uh, they have, there, there come the hate mail right yeah, there. Good. I don't care. I 
think that she would win in 2020. Uh, it's scary to think about. But, you know, the thing about being a rock star is they tend to uh, uh, do things detrimental to their own life and burn out, blaze out, and hopefully she's that type of rock star and just can move out into obscurity. I don't know. They've been living in that political rock star realm for a while. Yeah. She might be just accustomed to it and nothing can touch her. So I think that Barry Obama ran for president not to be – first of all, he was a product of David Geffen. If you know who David Geffen is, of course, he's a you know, billionaire that you know all the, all the major music and many movies and stuff like that. A lot of entertainment has all come through David Geffen. David Geffen created Barack Obama. Um, and, and threw all the money behind him. And you can go back and read the history on all of that stuff. So he was he was this candidate that was created. Obama wanted to be a celebrity, bottom line. That's why he spent his time hobnobbing with, with you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce and Shakira and Tom Hanks and George Clooney and you just name it, just list it right on. And now they're executive producers with Netflix. They want to be celebrities. You know, they, you see them grooving at the concerts and stuff making the scene and and he's now he's doing these little public appearances where he's speaking he's trying to talk about you know you're not a real man if you got eight girls twerking on you (laughs) i don't need i don't need an eight pound chain you know he's doing all the doing these sound bites (laughs) that are out there and it's it's you know yeah he had i mean he had had his white house there to have host parties with all his hollywood musician actor friends and so now you have uh ilian omar who is, we should talk about her because nobody's condemning her anti-Semitic remarks, but she even came out over the the end of last week and said that Obama was a fraud. So what we're wow. learning about someone like Ilhan Omar is, who is obviously a Sharia law-believing uh, Muslim uh, in Congress, which is diametrically opposed to the Constitution of the United States, she's not just anti-right, she's anti-American. Because if she's calling out the Messiah, Obama, it, it, to, to call him a fraud, you know, he's just a pretty-faced fraud is what she called him. So they, we were in problematic times. There's a little turmoil within their party there. Yeah. Did you see where Janine P- Pirro <laughs> – we could take the rabbit hole here. Janine Pirro, <laughs> Fox News, Judge Janine, she comes out and she she got – in trouble, I guess you call it trouble, criticized for saying we want to understand why she's wearing the uh, the hijab, uh-huh. you know, why she's wearing the thing on her head, because that is a, an adherence to Sharia law. That's a religious expression. She's a congresswoman of the United States. And everybody's like, "How you can't pick on her for her religion and wearing the hijab. She's like, yes, I can, because if she's a Sharia law believer, that's in antithesis with the U.S. Constitution. Uh, what do you think? On that stuff. You guys, y'all got an opinion on that? Ilhan Omar? I was just in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where, you know, which has the greatest population of Somali refugees, which is where she was elected from, you know, and you're bringing, you're bringing, you know, busloads of refugees in and putting them in there with a certain belief and world system. Of course, she's going to make anti-Semitic remarks. She's Muslim. And she's representing yeah. her community. Her, her constituency, Yeah. Her community, so it's looks it's like crazy. we got to start building another wall somewhere. Well, then, <laughs> <laughs> well, right around but, that but little area. But so you know, they come out and they, you know, here's the here's the party, the Democratic Party. They they come out with this statement last week, and they didn't just say we don't like anti-Semitic remarks, but they broadened it out mm-hmm. to say we don't like anti-Muslim remarks. We don't, you know, it's not we can't as Congress we can't make these comments that are anti this, anti that. And they didn't call her out by name and put her on, on the hot seat and basically reprimand her. And there were others who were saying things like uh, Nancy Pelosi. Well, you know, she chose her words wrong. And then there was the other uh, the other Jewish Congress lady who said, well, you know, she apologized to me personally because I'm Jewish. She said, but she just didn't understand what she was saying. OK, look here. If you're a congressperson, yeah. mm-hmm. you got to take responsibility for the words you're saying. That right there is proof of why we need to really solidify this immigration thing, because if we have people coming in here by the busloads and they're going to run for office and get elected yet because they're not Americans, they don't know what they're saying. That right there is proof that we've got to have this security. It's it's problematic. I was just saying there was a congressman that had to apologize for yelling out liar to Obama during the State (laughs) of the Union. I think uh, she can muster up the courage to 
say sorry and yeah. explain why uh, she said what she said. But she keeps on saying more every time she opens her mouth, and that's the thing. Yeah. You know, because that is her worldview. That is the paradigm. They're unapologetic she... nowadays. Well, and that's the thing. So here, the party of of racism, the party that has called everyone on the right racist, everyone on the right, you're a racist, you're a racist. That's their go to phrase. Now is refusing to condemn racism. Right. To come out and call it by name and say this is anti-Semitism, we condemn it. That we condemn this specific example. This is this is the problem. That's that right there across the board. It proves the hypocrisy of the left. Well, I, and I, what I love is just the name of Trump, at least, uh, has shown the true form of a lot of these yeah. of these Democrats. Yeah, I mean, you talk about people who are, uh, are finally speaking up about how they're totally okay with. Uh, uh, Late-term abortion. Late-term abortion or post-birth abortion. And, and and now talking about, you know, just being anti-Semitic. Yeah. And so yeah. on and so on. I know. That's uh, – it's telling. Yeah. It's telling. And thank God for Donald Trump in that regard because he has exposed it. I agree. And, and like I, I, I've always said, I'm, I'm not – I'm not driving that Trump train or anything. Yeah. But I do love seeing that just by the sound of his name, they're like, going crazy. Jason, you can't relate to this, but I'm sure you've been in an argument with a girlfriend at some point in time. But in marriage, sometimes, <laughs> you know, you'll get into a fight. And in that moment, that passionate moment, you you, I've learned that women don't usually get um, – they get, they get both hysterical and historical. You can send so, all so mail to so get Chad. get crazy, and the truth comes out, what they really think about you. Yeah. And then they get they start calling out things from five years ago. They get historical about the things that you did then that you're like, yeah, you, you, yeah. you know, we didn't pull the hatchet out of that tree. We didn't they bring that your axe. mother into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your mother, I hate her guts, and she hates my guts. I'm forgetting this family. Ah! And it becomes a deranged thing. Things are said that can't be unsaid. That's what we see in America. This is marriage that's going on of, of diametrically, you know, differing, opposing views, and it's gotten so hysterical, and now historical because AOC comes out at this press conference the other day, and she's calling Ronald Reagan a racist, and and all these, and I'm like, good sweet lord, what is going on? Well, the thing is, it's not just these people you're talking about aren't just the keyboard warriors. They're not just the people on social media yeah. saying all this stuff. No, they're in power now. Some yeah. they're in charge. Yeah. They've got they've got congressman and woman in front of their name. It's like the Congress the Talib uh, who told uh, our buddy CJ Pearson who's going to be on the show. You know, here's CJ who's an African American kid, 16, 17 years old. He's from my hometown, Augusta, Georgia, uh, and he's smart, super smart kid. And she, he said, back at the State of the Union, he tweeted about the that lady next to AOC, you know, was trying to get away from her because AOC wouldn't shut up talking during the State of the Union thing. And she said, well, my name is, uh, you know, I have a name. And it was Tlaib who tweeted him back and said, and you need to fear us. Yeah. Why? Why do I need to fear you? You're a congressperson representing the United States of America. What, what, why should I fear you? Then that's why we need the Second Amendment right there. Well, if you're going to tell me I need to fear you. And AOC is over here tweeting or no talking about how we're in charge. We're the boss. How about that? We're the boss, yeah. How, how about, about that? that now? How about that? How about that? Yeah. It, well, I, Truth comes there out. There is. Look, and, and, and now Hawaii wants to repeal the Second Amendment. They put forth a rev- resolution that says not only – and if we can't get it repealed. And they've, they've, they've sent it to Nancy Pelosi. They've sent it, you know, to the President – Pro tempore, and so and so that's that, that's they're saying if we can't repeal it, then let's at least amend the Second Amendment, where individuals can't own firearms. We'll give it into the arms of the, in the hands of the collective, which is a Marxist way of saying that we're going to take the guns, and if we ever get into a crisis where we need them, then we'll distribute them back out to everybody to those that we feel yeah that oh, we deem worthy no. to yeah. have the thing. That works. There's only really one word for that, and that's bullshit. I mean, that really is. I mean, that's, yeah. that, there's no other way to say that. And I apologize, Mom, that we turned this into party time, but it's <laughs> bullshit. And that, you know, I'm serious. It's that's craziness, yeah. lunacy. But but at least once again, they're being honest about it. Somebody's finally saying, "Oh, Second Amendment? Nah, yeah. it's not even gun control anymore. It's just like, yeah, Second Amendment. Right. Let's get it out. Yeah." What else, Natalie? What's going on in the well, world today? I, I'm glad that you ended on that. I, yeah. I saw a meme that kind of that made me giggle. It was actually a member of the South Lake. 2A. I love it when you giggle. Remember <laughs> <laughs> the South Lake Two A, but it showed Bernie Sanders saying healthcare is a right and the government should pay for it. Yeah. 
well, guns are also a right, so the government should pay for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> government needs to pay for our guns. I'm okay with that. I like it. Yeah. Uh, which that. is great because y'all are in the gun business. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. Y'all can handle a few gun subsidies over there at the uh, government's <laughs> federal subsidies at the uh, you, I'll, I'll stand in line for my welfare gun. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Trump gun? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Trump you keep your Obama phone. Yeah. I want a Trump gun. There you go. Gun. America. Oh America. No, I, you're right about that, and, and that's that's a funny way of looking at that. Interesting. Okay. Which, which, by the way, gun ownership is a right. Health care is not. Hmm. So so access to health care is one thing. Right. But health care is not a right. Gun ownership is a right, and that's where, that's where Bernie needs to get it straight. Clear it up. Come on. And all God's people said. Amen. Amen. So uh, uh, sad, sad news. There was a plane crash over the weekend. Yeah. Ethiopian flight. Uh, 157 passengers or uh, people killed. Yeah. Boeing, according to the news, has some splaining to do. You do know how much flying we do. I know. Yeah. I we just do a quarter million miles a year, but what else? Well, yeah. yeah. You, are you on a 737? From time Actually, to time we are yeah, quite we often. Are. And on the new one. So, yeah. so that's a sad deal. It is. Yeah. Um, I have flown in Africa. Uh they're, you know, African Airlines. Sure. And I've flown, you know, in Russia, I used to fly, we used to fly Aeroflot because that's the national airline of Russia. And so for the longest time, Aeroflot couldn't land in America because their maintenance situation was so, so bad. You know, back in the 80s, and you, you couldn't, Aeroflot couldn't land in New York. They wouldn't let them. Hmm. So they just couldn't fly to America. Uh, but one of the best flights I ever had in my life was between uh, Abidjan, Ivory Coast, to Lagos, Nigeria on Air Afrique. One of the best meals I ever had on an airplane, actually, was that. So you, you look at that and you're like, I know the first thought is people go, well, it's an African airline. I mean, surely the, you know, there's got to be, you know, it's Ethiopia. It's made of sticks. And this yeah. is brand, yeah. by this is a, I mean, this a brand, is, this is brand new one, right? Yeah, yeah this, this is Wright Brothers model. Yes. So it's kind of. Yeah. But there were about, I, I want to say, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think there were like 38 nationalities represented mm-hmm. on that plane, and I think there were about seven or eight Americans yeah. eight that Americans. were on. And uh, not that American human life is any more valuable than anybody else's human life is a tragedy. Um, and, you know, you hear that kind of stuff, and we are every other day on an airplane, and you're looking at that, and you think about it from time to time. We, we fly so much, we take it for granted. Right. And air safety since 9-11 has improved so much. I mean, it has really incredibly improved. You just don't hear about things like that happening. Small craft, yes, but jet airliners, you know, passenger planes and stuff like that, you just don't hear about it anymore because they really take the precautions. And, and you know, air science and air technology has improved so much. And uh, I still don't believe it exists. I don't think people fly. That amazes me still. So. Yeah, I know. I think I think do you do you not know this? I think we're plugged into the matrix, and I think it's an illusion. I think we're just you know, like you just, and all of a sudden you think you're in. So I'm going through Toledo. I'm going through two TSA for nothing. You're right. Yeah. Well, no, that's real. That's <laughs> real. Getting felt up is real. Somebody's coming your into your matrix off, bubble Jeez, and they're touching your cords. Yeah. You think that's an X-ray machine that they're. <laughs> you just think that's, that's actually that's actually putting where, microchips in us. That's where that's where the transition happens. Yeah. You yeah. just pass out and they, you think you're flying on from there on. If you as, that's right, you think you're sitting in the Admirals Club having a having a vodka, but you're really I not. don't know what that's you're, like, Chad. You, you don't know what that's <laughs> like. Yeah, well, not about eight doubles. <laughs> Steve, yeah, let me he, tell you something. He Steve, was blind, but Steve he, in, in a, a different way. Yeah, Steve. Steve gets high. He doesn't fly. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, listen. I, well, I just I, want to make sure if I go down, not only that, that you I'll just go don't down, care. Well, yeah, I don't care. I may be screaming, but I won't care. Yeah. Well, find Jesus. Put Jesus in your life, and He's you'll there. be okay because you'll bounce him. higher. That's right. You'll bounce higher. Nice. I promise you. No. Um, uh, the the uh, once you hit the ground, you'll bounce higher into the arms of the Lord. Amen. Uh, That's what they say. That's what I say. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that after you go through that little uh, screening tunnel there uh, when they x-ray your body, and and I think that's when the transition happens. I think you start, I think everything from that point forward till you leave the airport is just all one big all illusion. illusion. But you saw that movie, The Fly, with Jeff yes. Goldblum. Heck they, yeah. They perfected that technology. We step in, and we don't even know we've, we've transported. Wow. We're going to get... 
People are like, what are we listening to? I mean, I, Chad, <laughs> I learned a little something about you today. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to watch that movie again. That's an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. movie. Welcome yeah. to we Coast to Coast. we got to get international pilot, Delta pilot, uh, my buddy, our buddy Kevin Wade in here. He keep, he said the other day, come and he said, you just have the prettiest people on your show. I'm going to be intimidated if I come on. And I'm like, you're come on, you're pretty. <laughs> MIT grad, Air Force pilot. He's an international pilot for Delta now, Kevin Wade. That's sexy. I know. He's a he's an outspoken conservative black man, and that's sexy. He has sexy. the best trolls on his Facebook. Really They're friends does. of his, but I go read every comment. Well, is. I love it because he gets on my stuff, and I'll get attacked by people on the left, and especially when I get attacked by, no. quote, people of color. And he comes on there, and he's like, no, you're pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean, here's an <laughs> MIT grad that just owns you, and he's a black dude, so you go, what are you going to do? But Kevin's a faithful friend and loyal dude. Now we're going to get him on the show to talk about this airplane thing. But, yeah. but no, hearts and thoughts and prayers and mm-hmm. those things still exist. Do go yeah. out to those folks. And, and, you know, God bless folks that travel a lot because you're away from your family as it is and it's a hard thing. And, um, you know, you, you don't want to risk your life to go around the world doing what you do. So bad deal. Sad. Bad deal. I like Boeing planes. They've always been. Yeah. I've flown on some pretty rickety airplanes, though. <laughs> so yeah. have I. I just ah. want a place to plug my phone in. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this he fool. wants to keep his phone this charged fool. and drink some apple juice. Yep. Party he just wants to use his drink tickets. Yeah. Did you hear the story about when we were going to uh, Arizona a couple of, about a month or so ago? And I was sleepy. I, it was an early morning flight, and so Steve's <laughs> drinking, sitting in first class. Oh. He's drinking uh, screwdrivers. He doesn't realize that when you're in first class, they're pouring doubles. They're pouring doubles. And he drank like eight of them. And I went to sleep and he drank mine too. (laughs) So by the time we hit Arizona for our layover to go to uh, Bakersfield, California, Steve was (laughs) ripped. And let me tell you, you don't ever see Steve. Party foul, uh, you know, we call him. My mom the other day on the phone, she goes, what does party foul mean? (laughs) So I had to walk her through what a party foul was. Is that where he got the name? No, no. After this? No, no. He's had that for years and years. But if you just hang around Steve long enough, you'll you'll see the party fouls that happen. It's uh, (laughs) we just love it. You know, it just happens. And it's part of it. Part, part well, of I was in Vegas with him, and I never saw that what you're talking about. This party foul, Steve. Yeah. Oh no, Steve I was on a mission dream. in Vegas. He was, yeah, he was keeping everything straight in he Vegas. Was. Um, but no, he was he was stumbling because you never see Steve drunk. Like we don't do that. Like we don't get. But when it gets there, you know it. <laughs> you really do know it. Smack like, in oh, the face. Oh, he's just crossed over the line right there. So anyway, he's walking through the airport in Arizona, and I'm like, dude. Shut what? up. That's what you kept telling me. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, shut, like, shut up. up. <laughs> Let's get a wheelchair, drag him out of there. People have certain tells when they're drunk. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. If you hang around somebody enough, you know when, like, like if, if, uh, mm-hmm. like if my wife, if Jade is getting there, like if she's had a little too much, then I'll say, hey, babe, you might want to ease up. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk. She's a I, denier. I'm fine. Right. Most women are deniers. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> No, you're feeling good. You're not fine. You're feeling good. (laughs) And when Jade really gets there, it's when she starts crying. Because then you'll be like, hey, Uh, babe, you really need to ease up. I'm okay. (laughs) And that's when they cut you off and throw you out of the place. So so what's Steve? Is he sloppy, happy, mean? Steve, no, no, he's fine. Steve Steve will tell you to shut up. Like, (laughs) shut up. I like, Steve, you need to chill. Shut up. (laughs) When he starts doing the shut up thing, the shut up. You know, Steve's there. He's drunk. Video it next time. And he's like, <laughs> no. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. That, Shut up. That's his deal. <laughs> that's his deal. Oh, so it's pretty gosh. funny. Um, but anyway, anyway. I could tell you, uh, Puppet Master's over there. His his tail. He he starts dancing. Do you? Mark? He's got some mad moves. You know, it takes a little while, but eventually, you know, the moves start coming out. Do, do they? Maybe. Look at you. Maybe. <laughs> Puppet after, Master's a funny dude. After that third sea breeze. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> he is. A what? dancing fool. Okay, we've talked about this before. Candace, do you have a drink of choice? You don't? Do you drink? Not really, no. You don't really drink? Okay. It, Mark, your drink of choice? I like a good IPA. IPA, so you're a but beer guy. I can go whiskey, too. I'm kinda, I kind of split split my time between the two of them. Yeah, we know Bougie is a Kettle One guy on the rocks. Jason's a Zima. <laughs> hard to find. <laughs> it's refreshing. They are hard to find. Yeah. Your drink of choice? Uh, I actually switch either between uh, whiskey or a G&T, gin and tonic. Yeah. I've, I've seen you do that. Yeah. I've seen you do that. Party Fowl's a, a, alcohol. Is a, <laughs> is a general <laughs> alcohol consumer. Whatever's available. He's a, he's a whiskey and soda guy. 
Jenkins would be a Jameson soda. Natalie's another non-drinker. I don't, but I will tell you. One time. <laughs> <laughs> One time. Every once in a while, I that buttery nipple. Yeah. It's good. I, I like sweets. And, mm, yeah. So. Jade likes the buttery nipples as a cocktail, so you put the ice in there. Don't do it as a shot. Myself. Do it as a cocktail when you <laughs> sip on it. What's that? I'm a big fan of the nipples myself. <laughs> He's like buttery. Not the buttery. Dry. It doesn't matter. Butter. No, not picky. But, yeah. I put butter in my coffee. I might as well put them on the nipples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we live in a, a crazy world these days. All you can do is pray and uh, and just just keep keep your eyes peeled because the news is coming at us faster than ever. Mm. Thank God I have you guys around me to be able to laugh it off a little because if we didn't laugh, we'd cry. Mm-hmm. We love you. Yeah. Love you guys. I missed y'all over the weekend. I was in Missouri and uh, came back home yesterday. And, and uh, Jade and I went bar hopping a little bit. Just relaxed and chilled out. And I woke up naked with a dog this morning. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wish I was telling the truth. I'm not telling the truth, but I am. Was it chilly out? Uh, it- no, I, <laughs> the dog was in bed with me, snuggled up. So it was one of those kind of deals. Where am I going next? I'm going to Ramona, California. We're going to be out there Friday and Saturday night. we got a show at the Ramona Main Stage. Two shows, actually, on the 15th Cali. and 16th. Yeah, we're headed into San Diego. Oh, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, and then we're headed up to Ramona, the 15th and 16th. We're going to be over there. Uh, tickets went on sale for Augusta, Georgia, May 11th at the Miller Theater this past week. I think we sold about maybe 400 tickets within the first hours. I'm going on sale, so I guess. yeah, we well got a. Nice. I think capacity there's about 1,300. That'll be a sold out show, so we want to get, get. You can go to watchchad.com. Get, get them now. Yeah, we're going to be in Anaheim, California, on April the 5th. We're going to be in Modesto, California, on April the 6th. So we're going to do a little California run. Party foul, Steve, and I'll be there. Bougie Sean and um, Metro Jason are definitely going to Augusta. With us, I think we'll get in there a couple of days early. And we'll be there. Augusta, Georgia is a cool place because it's got a lot of Revolutionary War. There's a lot of history there, anyway. But it's, it's a, it was Fort Cornwallis was there. It was a major battle there during the Revolutionary War. So I think we filmed a little bit of the humor so show and torn down all the statues and business what you're folks. No, the statues are no, there. They're still there. I can take you to the uh, the church there where the the uh, uh, Button Gwinnett is buried. There, uh, he was a signer of the Declaration of Independence, and also uh, there's various historic. Um, deals that are there. I'll show you some pretty cool stuff in Augusta, Georgia. There is the Haunted Pillar. Uh, there was a, a, a market, a trading market. They traded slaves there. And the tornado came through and demolished the place. And the only thing left was a column that stands up downtown. It's an old column. And they say that if you touch the column, oh. they say that they put a curse on it. Oh. And if you touch the column, something bad's going to happen to you. So there's all these stories and urban legends. Party foul, do not touch do the not column. Do not touch it. Don't touch y'all, dogs. Y'all fly way too much for him to start <laughs> yeah. touching the cursed yeah. columns. Yeah, we don't we don't mess around with stuff like that. But I can I can we'll take you to you know I'll show you the James Brown statue and and because uh, you know that's the home of James Brown. Nice. Godfather soul. Godfather soul. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm kiss myself. <laughs> Going to get I in Hollywood. Football player. Mm. That's Jim Brown. Oh, James. Jim. God, you're ignorant. He's drunk. <laughs> Chad, when y'all are in California, you need to invite J-Lo and A-Rod. They just got engaged. <gasps> oh, I know. congratulations. And they, I'm You're sure they want to come see you. Well, they want to come that, out to the show and hang yeah, out. Yeah, they want to come out to the show, drink, yeah. celebrate. J-Lo and, and A-Rod got engaged. Yeah. It's about time. Oh, congratulations. We've all been waiting, really. I mean, yeah. how long has it been? On the edge of our seats. Yeah, he's a baseball player? He was. He, he was. He retired. Okay. He see, retired. I knew that. He cheated. <laughs> She's in a movie. And he retired. Yeah. You know, I, I've always said, I think J-Lo loves being in love. I think she loves being in love. She, she bounces does. from dude to dude. She's and beautiful. She's, she's beautiful. And she's beautiful. been with some She's been with some pretty men and some not-so-pretty men, like Mark Anthony. Hey. Little guy, too, right? Hips. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, What'd yeah. you say? Hips. Steve, why you always got to take it there? This, see, this is why my mother thinks <laughs> we're having party time. Booty right now. In the last <laughs> five minutes, he's missed your nipples and hips. Girls got some booty. Yeah, got some yeah. Anyway. All right. We got to get out of here. Go to watchchat.com. Check us out. Come and see me out on tour. We're having a lot of fun on the road. Uh, for uh, the absent Bougie Sean, Puppet Master Mark, Candace sitting over there hanging out, Metro Jason, Party Foul Steven, Hot News Natalie. Looking fabulous. Thank you. Looking fabulous. That was for Steve. Um, <laughs> go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Sign up for an annual subscription to Blaze TV. You can get... Our very hard 
produced great show called Humor Me yes. with Chad Prather. Jason and Sean co-produced that. You can see uh, episodes on there of the shorts with uh, Getting Triggered with Trigger DeBows and also Party Foul on the Prowl. <laughs> and uh, it reminds me of a, of a, just reminds me of a jaguar in the zoo. And Sex our new Panther. episode that was, it's a very powerful episode, actually. We talk about what it's like to be black and conservative in America. Mm. Uh, and we talked with our good friends that, that uh, just happen to be black conservatives at CPAC. Which and there were a lot of there's them. There's a lot, yeah. I Despite mean, what the media says. That's yeah. Right. And, and very, very, very good people, great guys. And it was a powerful episode. And so I want to encourage people, get over there. You're missing out if you're not watching Humor Me. Uh, we got an episode coming with uh, Uncle Larry here pretty soon. And uh, we it's pretty interesting stuff going on. So thank you guys. Go. I know you're watching it here, but I want you to go check us. If, if you want to watch, we come out Monday through Thursday night, right around 6 p.m. Texas time, because that's the time that matters. We want you to go watch it on YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel, Chad Prather. You'll see it. Start watching them on YouTube because those view counts count. If you're going to watch it, watch it on YouTube instead of the Facebook, okay? Because Facebook numbers are they skewed a little bit. It's kind of hard. And plus, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. And uh, also go to where podcasts are available, and you can get it on Stitcher, SoundCloud. Do you see where Allie Beth Stuckey got taken off of SoundCloud? What? Blaze TV's very own Allie Beth. She yeah, got, I heard something they about took that. her podcast off of SoundCloud. Hmm. Yeah, very sketchy things going on. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, um, Google Podcast, all those things. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. We love y'all. God bless. Bye.